Hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and for the next hour, I'll be playing 78 RPM records from my collection, an assortment of musical delights from the first half of the 20th century. <laughs> well, I think they're musical delights anyway. I hope you'll agree. We're going to hear the usual mix of things today, some dance bands, some vocalists, some jazz piano, some novelty items. We're going to start with a record by Hal Kemp and his orchestra. This is something of an outlier in the Hal Kemp discography. It was recorded not in New York, but in Atlanta, Georgia in April of 1926. It happens to be the very first electrical recording that Hal Kemp made. It's unusual stylistically, too, if you think of Hal Kemp for his later things of the 30s, things like Got a Date with an Angel. This doesn't sound anything like that, but it's still a pretty darn good record. As you probably know, Hal Kemp and his orchestra came out of North Carolina. They made their first recordings in London in 1924, then returned to the States in 25 and made a few recordings for the Pathé label in New York. In April of 1926, the band played a very busy Easter season all over North Carolina, in Chapel Hill and Greensboro and other points around the state. And then they headed to Atlanta for a week, which is where they recorded this in the middle of their stay there. And I found a little clipping in the Daily Tar Heel, the newspaper out of Chapel Hill, North Carolina, from April 17, 1926, describing a dance the band had just played in Greensboro, North Carolina. They say, quote, The college girls swarmed to the theater to hear that which they love best, good dance music. <laughs> so let's get a taste of that good dance music. Here's Hal Kemp and his orchestra, April 20th, 1926, Peg Leg Stomp. Thank you. 
Starting off this edition of the Shellac Stack in fine style, that's Hal Kemp and his orchestra, a recording made in Atlanta in April of 1926. We heard Skinny Innes playing the drums. We heard John Scott Trotter at the piano. Of course, Hal Kemp himself playing clarinet and alto sax and leading the band along on a somewhat humorously named Peg Leg Stomp, which was co-written by Elmer Schobel, that guy who was pianist with the New Orleans Rhythm Kings for a while in the early 20s, who gave us so many good hot dance tunes of the mid-1920s. That was Columbia 671-D. It was the only record that the Hal Kemp made for the American Columbia label. Soon after, they would begin recording for Brunswick, which would remain their primary label well into the 1930s, when they switched to Victor and would stay there until Hal Kemp's untimely death at the age of 35 in an auto accident. Well, let's not let that get us down. Uh, My name is Brian Wright. This is the Shellac Stack. We're aiming to have some fun today listening to 78 RPM records. And uh, not to be a Debbie Downer, but I just realized that this next record also features a performer who died tragically young at the age of 35. I really did not plan this. It's uh, just a coincidence. This will be Wynn Murray. That's W-Y-N-N, Wynn Murray with the Walter Bowers Orchestra, that's pianists Cy Walter and Gil Bowers. It's primarily a piano duet accompanying her. This is a record from 1938. It comes from the show I Married an Angel, and Wynne Murray will sing A Twinkle in Your Eye. For those curious, Wynne Murray was born in 1922 in Carbondale, Pennsylvania. She was tapped at the age of 15, personally, by Rogers and Hart, to star in their new show Babes in Arms, It was there that she helped to introduce the song Where or When, and after Babes in Arms, she performed in a few more Broadway plays and then went off to tour with the USO. She went to Alaska, she went to Europe, and it was in New Guinea that she found herself in the midst of a Japanese air attack that killed some of her fellow chorus girls. When Murray was injured, but she survived, returned to the States, married, settled down, and pretty much gave up performing. One evening in February of 1957, she was watching television and said she didn't feel too well, so she went to lie down, uh, suffered a heart attack, and was dead within a few hours. But uh, what a performer she was. Sadly, she did not make very many records, but this is one of my favorites of hers from 1938, A Twinkle in Your Eye. Here's Wynne Murray. You can do any little that you've a mind to But you must do it With a twinkle in your eye You can be unreserved And even unrefined too But don't forget that little twinkle 
twinkle in your eye. My Aunt Clarice mistook the Iceman for my uncle because she smiled. My Uncle Freddy passed it by. Now you can get away with murder of that kind too, but you must do it with a twinkle in your eye. You can tell any man you're innocent like me now, but you must do it with a twinkle in your eye. There are a million manly goldfish in the sea now, and you can hook them with that twinkle in your eye. My uncle's wife once met a man who smiled so sweetly, and then he didn't even seem to like the guy. But then my little cousin Beth is nearly three now, and she has quite a little twinkle in her eye. You can break fifty hearts to get a new sensation, but you must do it with that twinkle in your eye. You can accompany a man on his vacation. If you return with just the twinkle in your eye, my cousin Sue once took a swim without a stitch on. The cop who caught her took her to the jail nearby. The judge who tried her held her for examination. Oh yes, it must have been the twinkle.
Oh yeah, that's Turk Murphy's jazz band. In January of 1950, a record made out in Los Angeles for the Good Time Jazz label, Lil Hardin's composition, Struttin' with Some Barbecue, which we of course associate with Louis Armstrong, but given a good treatment here. We heard Bob Scobie in the band, Burt Bales at the piano, uh, Squire Gersh was playing bass. I just like saying his name. Turk Murphy's Jazz Band. Before that, it was James P. Johnson himself at the piano, a recording made in New York December 18, 1943, and issued on the Signature label, number 28105. That was Johnson's own composition, Blueberry Rhyme. A beautiful thing that was, too. And we started the set with Wynne Murray in 1938, A Twinkle in Your Eye. That was on the Liberty Music Shop label, number L236. Okay, for no particular reason, I pulled out three records now that present sort of updated foxtrot renditions of themes of classical music, or at least semi-classical music. First up, we'll hear Isham Jones and his orchestra play a foxtrot based on a melody by Richard Wagner, his famous Pilgrim's Chorus. This is called the Pilgrim's Blues. It was recorded in New York in February of 1922 for the Brunswick label number 2244. Then it will be George Osborne and his orchestra, a recording made inside the Lowry Hotel in St. Paul, Minnesota by a field unit from Jeanette Records on May 29, 1927. This one is an updated rendition of Thurlow Lurens's By the Waters of Minnetonka. Not exactly a classical melody, but it was originally written as an art song and is given a more popular treatment here. We'll wrap up the set with a recording by the Paradise Orchestra, whoever they were. The label says it was recorded in Europe, but it's on the Varsity label, so who can tell? They often made spurious claims on the labels. This is Franz Liszt's Liebestraum, given a nice foxtrot treatment. So, three semi-classical tunes in pop style, starting with Isham Jones and his orchestra, the Pilgrim's Blues. Thank you. 
don't think I would have expected Liebestrom to yield such a hot treatment. Clumsy though it was at times, but still fun to hear. The Paradise Orchestra, sometime in the 1930s, recorded in Europe. Before that, George Osborne and his orchestra from 1927 by the Waters of Minnetonka. That was Jeanette 6182. And starting off the set, the Isham Jones Orchestra in February of 1922 with Pilgrim's Blues. Okay, next up, let's listen to a record made by Billy Murray for the Jeanette label in July of 1920, a song that is kind of fun to listen to and probably even more fun to sing. It's called Chili Bean. (laughs) After that, we'll hear from Blanche Clays, a cameo record from January of 1924, Daddy, Change Your Mind. Blanche Clays, K-L-A-I-S-E, as she's spelled on the label, was actually born Blanche Clays, K-L-A-I-S-S, in Philadelphia. Her father was a piano technician, so she came from a musical family. She struck out on the vaudeville stage in the 1910s and 20s and made a handful of records for Cameo in the 1920s. She died, unfortunately, in April of 1935, when she would have been only about 42, and it seems from looking through some online obituaries that her father died only a month after she did. But here she is, at the peak of her popularity in 1924, Daddy Change Your Mind. But first up, Billy Murray and Chili Bean. In the land of Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo, Wo, 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 not long ago, lived a girl called Chili, and the fellows loved her so, they loved her so, they loved her so, Rainy Faso. They were a lot of little profiteers who came from near and far. They loved the umtata. She played on her guitar. Every night in the pale moonlight they gathered neath the stars. And as they formed a ring, they all began to sing. Oh, you lank and leany, chilly, beanie, eeny, meeny, mo. You know we love you so. We love your jada, umtata. Our lives won't be so dreamy if you let us go. You think we're full of blarney. We're full of chili con carne. Chili bean said, boys, I'm green. I don't know what you mean. You know that I'm so slow. What you want, I do not know. They said, now listen, chili dear. Oh, by Kingo sent us here. You like and leany, chili beany. We'll have a lot of little leany meanies. We'll feed them all on weenies, eeny, miny, mo. Now this girl called Chili had a lot of dough, whoa, 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 she loved it so, but she was so silly, she let the fellows know, she let them know that she had dough, rainy fossil. When all the little profiteers found out they went to Chili Bean, they said, from what we've seen, you'd make a dandy queen. Chili said, you can go ahead, when do I reign supreme? They said, for what you've got, we'll crown you on the spot. Oh, you lank and leany, chilly, beany, eeny, meeny, mo. You know we love you so. We love your jada, um, ta-da-da. Our lives won't be so dreamy if you let us go. The reason we're so pretty, we're full of homemade whiskey. Chilly bean said, boys, I'm green, I'm only sweet 16. 
I'm puzzled as can be. Tell me what you see in me. They said, by gee, by gosh, by gum, Jingle put us on the bum. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, won't forget you by the toe. We won't ever let you go just because you've got the dough. You like meeny, eeny, meeny, peachy, creamy, chilly, beeny, teeny, weeny, eeny, miny, Okay, let's pick up the tempo now with a bright foxtrot played by Ben Selvin's orchestra, masquerading here as the Harmonians on Harmony 170-H. From April of 1926, it's a real attractive tune called Betty. Follow that with something by Benny Kruger's orchestra from 1924, a tune called Savannah, the Georgiana Blues, and we'll wrap up the set in 1941 over in London with the Novelty Players as they're billed on the label of this regal Zonophone record. It's When Day Is Done. But first up, here's Ben Selvin's orchestra, Betty. Betty. 
There's a song that carries a lot of sentimental meaning for me. When day is done. When I was growing up, I had a great Aunt Nell, with whom I was fairly close, and Aunt Nell was, well, (laughs) to put it mildly, a bit of a pack rat. She saved absolutely everything in her 80-some-odd years, and had a house that was so full of stuff by the time she moved to a nursing home that she had not even been living there for several years. She had had to move in with her sister because there was simply no getting about in her own house. It was so packed floor to ceiling with things. And yet, she had an impeccable memory and knew where absolutely everything was. And as she was suffering from the cancer that would ultimately take her life, she told my father that she had a handful of records, 78s, and an upstairs bedroom cupboard that she thought I might like to have. I was only 12 or 13 at the time, but already quite interested in music of the 1920s and 30s, and so she wanted me to have those records, one of which was Paul Whiteman's 12-inch Victor recording of When Day Is Done. After she died, when the house was being cleaned out, sure enough, they found the records exactly where she said they would be, and they found that very record, When Day Is Done, and it was given to me, and I still have it and still treasure it to this day, and I've enjoyed looking for other renditions of When Day Is Done. That one was played by the Novelty Players, Regal Zonophone MR3571, a recording made in London in January of 1941. Before that, Benny Kruger's orchestra, Savannah, the Georgiana Blues, and we started with Ben Selvin's orchestra, Betty. Okay, up next, from September of 1930... We'll hear Ted Wallace and his campus boys on a Columbia record, My Baby Just Cares For Me. Thank you. 
vieni, vieni, tu sei bella, 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 canto a me. Vieni, 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 tu sei bella, 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 canto a me. Paolo, voglio cantare una canzone, se nel mio cuore. A Paola, voglio cantare una canzone d'amore. Felton, Mrs. Worthington. Charm, Mrs. Worthington. Your daughter, Mrs. Worthington. Delighted, Mrs. Worthington. Oh, I say, Mrs. Worthington. Really, Mrs. Worthington? No, don't, Mrs. Worthington. Don't put your daughter on the stage, Mrs. Worthington. Don't put your daughter on the stage. The profession is overcrowded, and the struggle's pretty tough. And admitting the fact she's learning to act, that isn't quite enough. She has nice hands to give the wretched girl her due, but don't you think her bust is too developed for her age? I repeat, Mrs. Worthington, sweet Mrs. Worthington, don't put your daughter on the stage. Regarding yours, dear Mrs. Worthington, of Wednesday the 23rd, although your baby may be keen on a stage career, how can I make it clear that this is not a good idea? For her to hope, dear Mrs. Worthington, is on the face of it absurd. Her personality is not in reality inviting enough, exciting enough for this particular sphere. Don't put your daughter on the stage, Mrs. Worthington. <laughs> Don't put your daughter on the stage. She's a bit of an ugly duckling, you must honestly confess. And the width of her seat would surely defeat her chances of success. It's a loud voice, and though it's not exactly flat, she'll need a little more than that to earn a living wage. On my knees, Mrs. Worthington, please, Mrs. Worthington, 
Don't put your daughter on the stage. May I repeat? Now, don't put your daughter on the stage, Mrs. Worthington. I mean it. Don't put that old tired bag on the stage. Well, they said at the School of Acting, she was lovely as Pierre Gint. I'm afraid on the whole, an ingenue role would emphasize her squint. She's a big girl. And though her teeth are fairly good, she's not the type I ever would be eager to engage. No more butts, Mrs. Worthington. Nuts, Mrs. Worthington. Don't put your daughter on the stage. There's quite a delightful Noel Coward song. Mrs. Worthington, please don't put your daughter on the stage. That was Happy Felton and his orchestra on Varsity 8175 from January of 1940. We preceded that with Muzzy Marcelino and the Debutantes singing with Ted Fiorito's orchestra, Vieni, Vieni, Deca 1450 from 1937. And gosh, I always think of that song in association with the film It's a Wonderful Life. You hear it in Nick's Bar when George Bailey goes in there with Clarence the Angel. We started off the set with Ted Wallace and his Campus Boys from 1930, My Baby Just Cares for Me. And now, I think we have time for one more record on today's program. It'll be from Dennis Day in 1945. Here's With a Song in My Heart. With a song in my heart I behold your adorable face Just a song at the start But it soon is a hymn to your grace When the music swells I'm touching your hand Tells that you're standing near and at the sound of your voice, heaven opens its portals to me. Can I help but rejoice that a song such as ours came to be? But I always knew I would live life through with a song in my heart for you. Oh! 
Dennis Day in 1945, bringing to a close this edition of the Shellac Stack. I want to thank you very much for taking the time to tune in and listen to these records with me. I hope you enjoyed them as much as I did. And I hope we'll see you back here next time for more 78s on the Shellac Stack. Until then, take care. Bye-bye.